I'm Matthew McCabe. Welcome to Miracle Voices. Each episode, we will be delving into stories of forgiveness, healing, and transformation that have come about from integrating the principles of the book, A Course in Miracles. If you want to learn more about A Course in Miracles, visit www.acim.org. If you'd like to visit the Miracle Voices site, please go to www.miraclevoices.org. If you feel inspired to make a love offering, please visit us at miraclevoices.org forward slash donate. All donations go support the work of the Foundation for Inner Peace, the publisher of A Course in Miracles. Now here's your program. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of Miracle Voices. This is your co-host, Matt McCabe. I'm here with my co-host, Tam Morgan. Tam, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm <laughs> everything seems to be a little in retrograde, whether it is or not. Um, but doing well, I didn't even get to tell you that today is a really wonderful, particularly wonderful day. Um, it's three things today. One is um, it's my son's 26th birthday. So happy birthday, Elijah. He made it that far, which we're really excited about. Two, it's the anniversary of my mom's passing. Oh, right. Um, the second anniversary. Second anniversary, and yes. I feel her very, very, very present in that also, um, as I've said kind of before on podcasts, we've moved the office to a houseboat and actually um, just today found out that um, an offer has been accepted to buy it. So wow. I will be on this houseboat that also has the office. So, that's, that's that's a lot of developments. Yes, yes, <laughs> and the and the houseboat is called Dream, and we will change the name to Happy Dream. Oh, good, mm. good. <laughs> yes, so that's where I am today. Those are good developments. Yeah, how are you? I'm well. And Janet. And Janet Weissman, our guest. Welcome, Janet. Welcome to Miracle Voices. Thank you so very much. So happy to be here, and on such an auspicious day as well. <laughs> as we all try and get our technology in order <laughs> there is that <laughs> yeah well janet where are you in the world where are you sitting right now i am sitting uh in a condo in pompano beach which nice. most people go florida which uh, some people don't know where that is so i will say fort lauderdale because we're north i'm north and west of fort lauderdale oh nice and now you have a train i think connecting uh what Miami to Orlando, the Brightline train, does it stop there? Uh, no, it stops in it's Miami, Fort Lauderdale, West Palm, and then uh, onward to Never Neverland. Okay. okay. <laughs> How do you, you even know that, Matt? I love uh, this is like a. I know I'm getting older because I love train travel and uh, I just like get little updates about different trains that are coming in operation. It's kind of like you see people that are like watching uh, World War II documentaries. Like there's something that happens when you cross a certain age threshold. I can't define it, but I'm just like interested in trains now. It's weird. Huh. It starts that way too. Were you as a kid? Um, I did like trains as a kid. Yes. But not, I didn't think about them as much as I do now. Yeah, well, you didn't think as much when you were a kid. Right, that's true. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, J Janet, tell us how A Course in Miracles came into your life. I love that story. But first, I want to tell you, I have a gift I can send you because someone gave me a pin of the inaugural 
trip, whatever it is, of Brightline. So oh, really? I, I, I'll be happy to send that to you. Oh, that's so okay. sweet. All right. Thank so you, uh, my, my pleasure, because I didn't know what I wanted to do with it. But see, there, there was a reason <laughs> for someone to have given it to me so I can pass it along to someone who will really appreciate it. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> me too. Yeah. Um, so uh, back in 1991, uh, I had just gone through the divorce with, uh, as I call him now, the baby daddy, because there's been more than one. And um, I was having lunch with a friend and uh, he stopped in the middle and looked at me and said, have you read A Course in Miracles? To which I said, what's that? And he started to explain it to me. And then um, he handed me a book, which you will uh, know the name of, uh, Tam, Journey Without Distance. Mm -hmm. So that was my introduction to the course. And so I read Journey Without Distance. And then together and separately, we read Return to Love. And then we would meet and see if we had underlined and highlighted the same passages and then after that, I purchased my first Course in Miracles book. And um, I initially opened it up like one does and read something and went, I am not smart enough to do this. So <laughs> just was totally daunting. But I was encouraged by my friend, his name is John, um, and to start with the workbook lessons and I did. And before I hit lesson 50, I was having these amazing experiences. And I guess I could call them visions and awarenesses and hearing voices and things that um, I don't tell everyone because I'm sure they would say, we have a lovely jacket for you. It fastens <laughs> in the back. It comes in multiple colors. Um, but, you know, I, I was having... Uh, otherworldly experiences and um and I continued with the lessons and then started the text and I've been facilitating slash teaching classes now since 1998 and um I still have my Friday night class which now is on Zoom I have a Tuesday night class on Zoom and then last year, I went back to teaching an in-person class at the Pride Center, which is the LGBT center in Wilton Manors here, because I used I used to work there. I was the uh, designated um, ally, <laughs> and it was great fun. It really was. And I was the business manager there for 14 years. And then I retired. And as I say, now I work for me. Oh. What is a designated ally? I was the only straight person there. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of it like designated driver, you know, at a party and you don't drink, but okay. Yeah. And, and the mom and the mom figure also. So yeah, it was, uh, okay. it, it was fun because so many of my coworkers would try periodically to shock me <laughs> and um, it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Jen, what kind of visions did you have? Was it past lives or what type of things? I, I, I love to hear these stories. Um, well, I was 
the place I was working at the time, the owner was not a well man. And he was standing outside on the curb one day waiting to be picked up. And I looked at him. I said, he's going to fall. Now, he had never fallen before, but he fell. Um, I was driving in my car, and I I don't know if all female drivers are like this, but I always have been that I don't really pay much attention to those old gauge things unless it's the gas one. And I heard a voice, look at the dashboard, look at the dashboard. And I did, and the um, the temperature was going way, way, way up. I I don't know that I would have noticed that until something happened to the car. Um, I, 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 there, there were just so many of them. I started to seeing lights, uh, happen, little bright lights appear around people. So, um, it, it was just, uh, I started to see auras, which was very disconcerting because I kind of figured out what they were, but I didn't know why I was seeing them. So, <laughs> but yeah. It's like, am I having a flashback from my LSD trips? Yeah, exactly. Ago? Except I hadn't taken LSD. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. There's no. Yeah. Much healthier. Much yeah. healthier. <laughs> so, um, you know, and then, and then I, I've still had like these little things that have happened that um, are just like, I something comes out of my mouth and then I turn around to look to see who said that. I was at um, a, it was a, a fundraiser for the Centers for Living that Marianne Williamson used to have uh, for people with terminal illnesses. And um, I was at a fundraiser and they had, you know, uh, Ayurvedic people and, and Reiki and, and astrology and all kinds of stuff. And I sat down for the astrology and I she asked my birthday. I put told her she put it in, and she said to me, "Something very ha ha sorry, something very lucky happened to you five years ago." And I said, "My husband left me." And then I turned around, and said, "Who said that?" <laughs> but it was lucky because that's if I was still in that marriage, I never would have found the course, or it wouldn't have found me. Yeah. So. That, you know, <laughs> a lot of things like that have occurred. Yeah. What was the problem with your car? Was it just, uh, so, do you remember? And now I just have to know to close I, that I get, loop. <laughs> I think it just needed water in the radiator, you know, oh, okay. with, or Simple whatever things. they call it. Yeah. You know, Good. I, I stopped at a, a gas station along the way and, you know, Good. they fixed it. It, it wasn't uh, dreadful. Oh, good. <laughs> well, Janet, we'd love to hear your forgiveness story. I'm happy to tell it, and I've never told it before. So, you know, this is uh, those who are listening who know me, because I think quite a few of the my my students are going to uh, be listening to this. Um, I just want to start with one thing first, a little story from my Friday night group that used to be in person. And um, I had a woman who came all the time. And one Friday night, she said, I've forgiven everyone. And I sat across the table from her and I went, wow, that's great. 
And the next week she came in, she says, no, I think I found some more people and things I need to forgive. And I thought, yeah, that's how it works. And that's kind of like with this story, because this goes back to when I was around 16 years old. So, you know, it's been a day or two. Uh, And um, my mom was married to my first stepfather, and he was a lovely man. He had a, a, a medical problem. He was epileptic, and he would get seizures. And when he got a seizure, what no one knew until after the fact was it weakened his heart. Well, through circumstances that I don't know if I really need to go into, he lost his job. It was a family job, and it, it closed down. And so he was having difficulty finding another job. And for him, with his illness, he it took him a great deal of time in the morning for his meds to kick in and for him to be able to go to work. Well, he couldn't find another job that would allow him that. And what had happened when my mom, <clears throat> pardon me, when my mom married him, our life got much better because we had always rented. We didn't have our own home. Um, you know, a single mom, two kids, lots of financial difficulties. When she married him, two, two adults, two incomes, home of our own, things were so much better. And as he started to get more and more sick and have these um, episodes and not be able to work, my mom was stressed and I got very worried. Now I thought I was angry at what was happening to him, but on deeper introspection, what I'm realizing is I was afraid. I was afraid that with what was going on, that all of this, this abundance, let's call it, that we were having uh, would go away and it would be back to moving. You know, I was in a different school every year for elementary school because we were always moving. And that if something happened and he couldn't work, that that would come back. And so one night as he went by, my teenage mind said, oh, it would be better if he was just dead. And about a month later, he died. So I was carrying that guilt that intellectually I knew I didn't cause his death. But just the fact that I had had those thoughts was just weighing so heavy on me. And I never shared it, but I held it in. And so when I found out about the podcast and the forgiveness story, this is what came to mind immediately that I really would feel so much lighter if I could finally share it. But again, initially, I thought it was that I was angry. But in digging into it, I realized I was afraid. I was a scared little teenage girl that thought that this nice life, better life that had happened um, was going to go away. So I. I get to um, console and tell my little girl self that I'm safe 
and we were safe. And um, and that, you know, I I was not the reason for that. Not that it was good that I had such a cruel thought, but it wasn't that thought that really caused his demise. And it really wasn't about what I thought it was. Does that make sense? Yes. Oh, it, it, it makes a lot of sense. Also, um, you know, when we, it, particularly when people get deeper into spiritual practice, um, they get in tune with things that are happening. And I, I was not into a spiritual practice, but I had a lot of difficult dreams that came true or I would think something and then it would happen. Mm. And I thought that it was my doing and they, they weren't pleasant things like accidents and, you know, things like that. Right. And, um, and, you know, another thing is that we think we are responsible for all of our thoughts and it could have also been a preparing message that you weren't aware of. Like mm -hmm. there was something in you at that age that you were sensing and it got interpreted as, you know, it would be better if, um, right. and it was, it could have also just been a message as, Oh, uh Oh, I'm sensing what's going on. And I'm fearful of the future, the present right. and, and what's actually happening. And you, weren't responsible for a passing thought right like it what it's not even your responsibility it's the detachment to what is real you are one he there is no death and this is just part of the dream and the path that that you all needed to embark on together yeah and it you know it in the deepest place it never happened at all True. and in the world of form uh, you were tuning into something and, and, you know, it was a strange gift that you misinterpreted. Yeah. Now, as it turned out, he was in very many ways an angel to me because, um, well, one, that, you know, our life was better, that we had a real house and stability. But um, because of his passing, even because he was a veteran, even though he never adopted me because I lived under his roof for so long, I got veterans benefits in order to go to college. Wow. So, yeah. I, you know, it's like, I know now that he was really just an angel that came into my life, you know, and gave me, he gave me so much. Yeah. So. But that can bring more guilt if you're attached yes. <laughs> to, if you're attached to the thought form that, that, it, you know, you thought that before he went. And mm -hmm. it's it can be haunting until you forgive, you understand, just as you're understanding in that beautiful way, the fear, that it was just fear. It was just yeah. a thought of fear. And yeah. there was a, a, a deeper contract going on and a deeper thing that was being orchestrated amongst you all. Yes, definitely. So um, so that was, you know, I I was tearing up a little bit while I was telling it. And that's also the first time I've done that, you know, so it, this has been very cathartic yeah. to, to really tell it now um, and to really bring it to the light, yeah. you know, so yeah. that, that's where everything heals. And, you know, Janet, it, it's we we 
is people who listen to this show, which always surprises me that they do, um, <laughs> that that we usually have people tell their forgiveness stories. But I really thank you for the opportunity to participate in present time of forgiveness of a story instead of saying, well, that happened to me in the past and I forgave, which is fantastic. I love these stories. Yeah. But but to do it with you right now um, and to really get to see it, the three of us together get to see it and release it, it's only good for all of us and the listeners. So so thank you for, for offering it as an opportunity to do here in present time. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity here as well. You know, I mean, I, I don't know that I ever would have told this. <laughs> I may have just kept it buried within my own thought processes. So the, mm-hmm. this this was, like I said, this is cathartic. This is very lightening for me. Well, as, as I said in the very beginning, it's it's a beautiful moment, too, because today I celebrate the birth of a child, my son, mm-hmm. and the passage of a mother instead of the mourning of her. So it, we can all celebrate your yeah. stepdad and and what a beautiful angelic form he was. And that's all he wanted for you. Yeah. That's true. You know, Thank and to hold the, the negative or the guilt. Oh, he wouldn't have wanted that. He just brought you so many gifts and, and that's what he wanted for you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. So you're releasing him in, in in a yeah, you know, in form. You're releasing him from the burden of um your suffering around it. Yeah. He was gonna do that anyway. The course says you do yeah. not, you know, you do not pass without your permission. Right. Right, absolutely. Which which is so, very difficult for a lot of people to understand. Yes, it is. And and for you to understand that that he wouldn't have left without his permission to his story um, can also help release that you had anything to do with it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I, I appreciate this so very much. Oh, me too. I'm curious, Janet, did you, you, you've been, had this inside you for a long time and you just let it up, which takes a lot of courage, especially on the show. You know, you don't know how we're going to react. You don't know how you're going to react. And all these, all the time in the past where you kind of had this, this uh, kind of shame or guilt in the closet and you're kind of protecting it, um, it, it kind of casts a shadow on your good times because you can be having a good time. You're out with your friends or having dinner and all of a sudden you feel it kind of come in like a tide, like there it is. I can feel it. I'll try to ignore it, stuff it down, but I'm, I'm bad. You know, it's like mm-hmm. this one doubt thought, this one guilt thought comes in and it just colors our, all our vision of everything. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Did you, did you experience that in the past as you went about your, through your days? And did you feel that kind of like that guilt underneath that little that poking you? Not so much. Cause I really buried this deep. deep. <laughs> this was really deep. It was in the cellar. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we don't have those in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> so it was in the swamp. <laughs> so and you've been facilitating um, you know, course meetings. So, you know, you would think it would have come up before, but it comes up when it's ready. And I'm so glad that it's ready because the 
deeper the things that are buried come up, the cleaner you start to feel. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, there's a lot of stuff and we all have our forgiveness path. And there's a lot of things that I've forgiven and, you know, have put up to the light and am totally neutral with them now. You know, um, the the divorce from the father of my children. We're friends now. You know, there there's absolutely no hard feelings or or anything negative around that relationship. So there's a lot of things that have just let go. And it, it does get easier, you know, the longer we do this. But this was one that I just I just couldn't see the way to let it go because I felt so guilty about that thought. And, yeah. and you know, and again, it, I kept thinking it was because I was angry. And it really wasn't until after you and I had our first conversation, Matt, that I really, because I started to go into this more and more before the the podcast. And that's just realizing that I was afraid. This is new information for me. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Isn't yeah. it amazing how much power we give a single thought? Oh, yeah. That can stay with us for our whole lives here. And the power that we give a thought and then find out it wasn't true for all those years. <laughs> that one thought that we, you know, we were held us so strongly and tightly. Right. Uh, surprise, it's not true. <laughs> right. Who Thank- am I now without it? <laughs> right. Thank God it's not true. <laughs> Exactly. No, it's, it's, and literally that's what we do. We thank God it is not true. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that's good. That's, that's wonderful that you come on here and do that. (laughs) Do you want any others out while you're doing it? We can have, (laughs) we can baptize you in the river. (laughs) There's something poking its head behind that now that you've done that one. Not, not that I can uh, notice. <laughs> I'm almost disappointed. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you. The, I'll tell you the funny one about the father of my children. How sure. I realized I had forgiven him because yeah. we. I had a separate phone for the children, the children's phone, and um, one Saturday he called on my phone, and he asked for our son, and I said, "Who is this?" And he went. Well, gave his name. I don't know if I want to give his name. Uh, And um, so I, after we had been together for over 17 years, I didn't recognize his voice. Oh, boy. (laughs) Well, here, I'm going to share that my stepmother was, uh, found herself in an elevator with a, her ex-husband had several more children after, Mm -hmm. with an, with other women after he was married to her and she was in the elevator and with one of his children who recognized her and said, you know, Marge, hi. And she recognized the child because her daughter was still, this was her daughter's half sister. So she'd seen her over the years. And then this man bearded man said, hello, Marge. And she looked and she said, excuse me, do I know you? And he said, I'm your (laughs) (laughs) ex-husband. Oh, and he had a beard and it had just been, you know, quite a while. I and mean, she just didn't recognize him right in the elevator with oh his dog. So, yeah. So you're in good company. The memory she, has been scrubbed. 
Yeah, yeah really. <laughs> it's so clean that you see him anew. That's oh, fabulous. God. I love That's that. Great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, Janet, maybe you can tell us what you do when you get in a full-blown ego storm and everything seems real and you feel angry and you just want to, you want to vent. What, what do you do? How do you get back on track? Well, I have to say, I'm not trying to brag here. It doesn't happen that often because I spend a tremendous amount of my day with the course. Oh, good. But the last time it happened was in August. And what happened was uh, I had broken my wrist, uh, and this is funny, on June 9th, which would have been my wedding anniversary. Um, and uh I had never broken a bone before. I never had a cast before. And it was an interesting experience. Uh, and I had gone to the doctor and I was supposed to have my cast off that day. And I was so excited to ha not have the cast on my left hand anymore, on my wrist and all. And um, I had left dirty dishes in my sink because when I came home without a cast, I could do them without any problems. And I saw not my doctor, but the partner, because my doctor was on vacation. And the partner, who's an older man and more cautious, said, no, 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 we're putting you back in a cast. And I was so upset that I had a cast on again. And it really, I was spinning out about it. And um, I came home and um, I phoned a friend. <laughs> who is also a, a course student. And um, I told him why I was upset. And he said one word to me, acceptance. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Just accept what it is. It is here, but it's not here forever. It's still temporary. And I I will get this cast off of me. And I do. I don't have it anymore. Uh, but um, so basically, I guess if I get in a in a tizzy, I phone a friend. Yeah. Good. They say a problem shared is a problem halved. So that's mm -hmm. true for you. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but I, I, um, I have a YouTube channel where I do the daily lesson. And so I spend a lot of time, you know, going through the lesson for the next day and going through old things and reading and preparing. And so I spend so much time with the course that I think it, you know, it, it is like osmosis. It just sort of creeps into every nook and cranny in the body and um, sort of <laughs> makes everything smooth. <laughs> Um, Janet, what is your favorite comfort food? Oh, I love this question. I listen. I listen to the podcast, and so I'm. And I, it's not kale, okay, Matt. Thank I, you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we could get that you out know, of the way right away. Personally, I feel like everyone from here on in should say it's kale, just so we can move forward. Tim, what are you doing to I'm me? Sorry, you have a voodoo kale, doll, it, and you just put a man in it. Say. No, let them say kale and lettuce, because I actually, after that one podcast about the, you know, me admitting I hate iceberg lettuce, I actually had some 
like really cold, really crunchy. And I accepted it in a whole different way. So Wait, was it a wedge? Not. Was it a wedge salad? It was a wedge. See, and a wedge is I different. That's a different that thing than iceberg no, lettuce. No, that's the Picasso of iceberg lettuce. <laughs> but it, it wasn't for me. But I at least started with the Picasso. Like, like, and and now I had the little lettuce, pot lettuce on a sandwich, and I called my son. It was like it's a new day. So I'm wishing that for you. Sorry, Janet. I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. That is fine. I love hearing it. So. Uh... <laughs> So my comfort food, my go-to is it's got to be salty. It's got to be crunchy. Um, If it uh, happens to be cheesy and spicy, then, you know, this is better than a trifecta, whatever better than a trifecta is, because that's what I go to. (laughs) Cheesy, crunchy, and spicy. Hmm. And what are the best manifestations of that for you, Janet? Um, well, there are some queso pop chips, so I don't feel too guilty eating them. <laughs> and um, Cheez-Its. Oh, love Cheez-Its. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think what else. Doritos will do. Okay. Um, the crunchy is the I, hard one to get in yeah, there. Yeah. yeah. Cheez-Its are probably at the top. Yeah. of it all you know give me a nice little bowl of cheese it's and i'm a happy person yeah they make cheese it's yeah. jalapeno now too i think i might be wrong about Ooh. that but Ooh. that would really add the spicy there yeah Ooh. i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to find those <laughs> <laughs> oh with some good. hot melted cheese on top mm. yeah, oh, that's yeah. a little salsa yeah yeah Yum. Okay. <laughs> Where are we going for lunch? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's always eight, you know, eight thirty in the morning when this begins for me. And it's it's gets me to breakfast. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's great. That was very specific. And I also learned that Tam holds no grievances around iceberg lettuce too. So we got two I things happening here today. That's a little too strong a statement. I'm in process. You're in process. Okay. I we'll check, hold, we'll check back in on that. I hold less grievances. And I, I, I will say, I just want to go back to everything with the cast and everything. That word accept is so, so meaningful. Mm-hmm. You know, when we, when we just accept what is for just what it is, mm-hmm. um, it, it, it really allows us to move uh, more fluidly through the stream. And yeah. Yeah. You know, there, there's the word accept and then the word allow, too, mm-hmm. because at least it's a, it, an act of willingness to to really, you, you're not resisting it. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. And so those those are really important words. And I will totally accept lettuce in my life. Oh, that feels weird to say after six <laughs> years. <laughs> so. Yeah. So, so um, I, I have two books. Yes, please. Tell us about your books. Tell us how people can find you online, all the different things you'd like to share. Sure. Well, uh, my first book that I wrote is called Good Morning, Dear Hearts, which is, there's a whole story how that happened, which is in the book. And it's like little essays. I used to call them missives, but I guess people understand essays better. And now my second book that just came out this year, and yes, I'm self-published. And um, and Tam, I sent I sent them to you. I don't know if you ever got them. Um, is called Wisdom mm. with a Twist, which is a little stand-up book of 
affirmations, but from my point of view, so I call them Janet-isms. And one of them is accept, 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 no exceptions. Mm. So I don't, I have not seen that. Oh, I, I sent it to the address. Um, okay. And, and there's a, there's other stuff in there also. Um, ah, how long ago? Uh, a week and a half, two weeks. Oh, okay. Well, we'll figure it out offline. Okay. And, um, and you. you're very welcome. And one of my other Janet-isms is no one's ever been dragged kicking and screaming into enlightenment. Uh, hmm. nah, I might de- debate that. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so the, um, the books are available on Amazon. And look, look up my name because sometimes you they won't pop up otherwise. Uh, except the except the um, the affirmation book, the wisdom with a twist. The hard copy is only available on my website, which is janetweisman.com, because Amazon doesn't print this particular size or of a book. Whatever. Um, I'm on YouTube, and the handle is at Janet Weisman. Uh, my Facebook group is ACIM Spiritual Leader Janet Weissman. I didn't set that up. Someone else did it for me <laughs> because it still embarrasses me a little bit. And release uh, the guilt about that too. Okay, uh, thank shame. you. <laughs> yeah. And um, and my blog is also on the website, or you can look up Good Morning Dear Hearts. And my they're just little stories, and they all link back with to a quote or something from ACIM. So sounds wonderful. I'm everywhere. I'm surprised you've all been able to avoid me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I can avoid anything and everything. (laughs) So, Well, Janet, thanks so much for coming on Miracle Voices and sharing your miracle voice. We really appreciate it. And I hope you find something cheesy, salty and crunchy uh, for the rest of your day. I just have to open up the pantry. (laughs) It's there. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me here with this conversation. I so appreciate it. I appreciate what y'all do. And uh, and I look forward to listening to the podcast every every week. You go with me on my walk. Thank you, Janet. Thanks so much for listening today. Please subscribe to Miracle Voices by hitting the subscribe button on your podcast app. If you are enjoying these conversations, please consider leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever podcast app you use. And lastly, please visit us at miraclevoices.org and join our newsletter so we can stay connected. Until the next podcast, I want to leave you with my favorite course quote, when you want only love, you will see nothing else. Nothing else.